everyone, your designers are here. I'm Anita from Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly at My Soulful Home. And we have tips and tricks and decorating advice for you. So let's get started. Today is episode 28, using salvage in your decor. So this is one of my favorite things to do. So pretty excited once again uh, today. So I think where we should start is to define what is what are we talking about when we say salvage? Mm, Anita, I love using salvage in my home too. And when I think of salvage, I think of architectural things that were used in a home that have been discarded like mm-hmm. uh, baseboard, spindles, mm-hmm. um, crown molding, arches, corbels, all those right. beautiful things that are probably filled with lead paint. From <laughs> well, ages. You, can, you can seal them. Yes, uh, exactly. I, I don't end Just up doing Just don't that. lick them and you're good. <laughs> there you go. Um, shutters, things like that that were used on mm-hmm. homes mm-hmm. that used to be just discarded and thrown into landfills or burned, but now they're very popular to use in our home as decor. Yeah, I agree. And uh, the salvage items have the beautiful patina that we love love and the chippiness and, um, you know, the mark of ages. I think salvage can even go beyond things that were in other homes. Salvage can be sort of anything that strikes you as being super cool that you Mm -hmm. could repurpose, whether it's a, you know, a piece of metal or something that was used for a completely different purpose. And, you know, you make a flower container out of it or a plant container just thinking a little bit out of the box um, Mm -hmm. when you encounter a a piece of salvage uh, can go a long way to adding real interest to your home and to your decor and some signature pieces that you know nobody in the world is going to have that salvaged flower pot like Mm -hmm. you will you know what I'm thinking when you're saying that Kelly I have an old chicken feeder Mm-hmm. that oh, I used yeah. to plant awesome. outside and it's um, it's metal, a little bit rusty and it looks so beautiful with little, um, just like smaller flowers like mm-hmm. pansies or something like that put in it but there is just that juxtaposition of something so beautiful and natural with something old and chippiness like a little bit of a surprise like yeah. oh, yeah. that's yes. very creative I like Love to it. use these elements for my surprise or, or what I call my wow elements in the rooms. And one of my mm-hmm. favorite uh, types of salvage things to use are pieces from old churches. And they just add so much beauty and elegance to a room. And I love you- kind of that, that spiritual uh, history. Already have both made some good points that you can use these salvage items for the way they were originally intended to be used, like mm-hmm. reclaimed hardwood floors you can use as flooring. Or you could use something, uh, for example, like I had a uh, screen door that I ended up converting to a chalkboard. So you can use it in mm. a new and unique way. But why, why would somebody want to use a salvage item? Because it is so much easier to use something new versus the salvage. Well, I think a lot of a lot of um, beauty that was built into houses a long time ago, they're not houses aren't built the same. Mm, you know, true. you don't have big t- 
tall. If if most most new um, maybe stock type houses don't have huge baseboards and really elegant banisters mm-hmm. and things like that, and you can go to a salvage store and find these wonderful things and use them as art or as extra pieces in your home, and they bring the beauty of of an elegance of something uh, of a bygone day that's maybe mm. a little more um, custom made looking or hand done. Yeah, it's so it adds so much charm, and and I one of my favorite words, and Yvonne used it already. But the juxtaposition, you know, sometimes that's <laughs> that so is your cool. favorite word. <laughs> that is really one of my favorite words. Um, I'm not going to tell you my least favorite words. Ew, oh, but okay. um, <laughs> oh, please don't. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to. But um, it, you know. If you have a newer home too, it's it's uh, almost more striking to add in something salvaged than oh, if you yeah. have an older home. I mean, my entire home could be considered architectural <laughs> salvage. <right? laughs> I mean, like, you know, I was trying. I was thinking about it. Like, wow, what is salvage? Well, that is, and and that is, and, and well, that part be. is too. It could be, but it's now it's still part of your beautiful your home. My um, my house was built in 1886. Okay. Yeah, it's old. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. old. And um, also the gentleman who lived here, he was a great lover of not only this home, but old homes and old things. So he, uh, as I think I've mentioned before, was quite a, um, an epic hoarder. And so I was I able to... I think you mentioned un- Sanford and Son. Was yes. <laughs> yes. I remember Along that. those lines. But mm-hmm. you know, in the rubble of a lot of what he had were some salvaged treasures. You know, I would... I would people would be paying a lot of money for these things at the Rose Bowl or Round Top and I was mm. able to um you know just sort of uncover them here nice. in the the barn. Um, one of the things that he has is this um iron fence that he brought back apparently on the top of his van from Ohio and he you know he found it it was salvaged then it's probably from the early 1800s and it's this very ornate but very rusty um old fence and he was going to circle the whole front of the house with it he actually even had the holes in the bricks where you would just sort of put in the pieces Mm -hmm. but i thought it was way too adam's family like to have that (laughs) all around the house you know so what i did was i took you can go overboard with it you can go overboard really pretty until you added adam's family then it just totally the picture totally changed totally changed right you get that picture (laughs) and you're like that that Mm -hmm. looming house so, so what I did was iron. oh go ahead you tell yeah it's iron so I wanted to pay you know sort of a little homage to the gentleman who lived here plus it's just so it, the gate is so and the the gate portions and the fence is so beautiful so what I decided to do was just use sections so and the front of the, I, the front of the lawn is like two long rectangles with not a whole lot of wide amount of grass but just two long rectangles so at the end I had um uh, my, my handyman pour a very thin run of cement and we put in two sections so on either side of the walkway up to my house is mm. our two sections of this old fence and now I've got roses in front of it and some oh. clematis growing so on it okay put like that in the show not notes really actually please part of the fence I'm sorry Nita uh, so you use them 
as uh, trellises for the roses versus kind of fencing? Are they attached? Yeah, to the it's fence? really just decorative. Oh. It is not a fence. I mean, okay. you could walk right around it, you okay. know, and there's no mm. gate. But okay. I used them, and they're so pretty. And I left them just rusty as they are. You know, a few of my neighbors were like, "Oh, that looks really nice." So, what color are you going to paint it? And I was like, yeah, "I'm done. Like, this, I think it looks great." You have but, the same neighbors I do. Yeah, yeah. But then I actually had this couple. I came home from grocery shopping one um, morning, like Saturday morning, and there was a couple in front of my house. Well, they, they loved the house. They were reading the the historic sign that's on the palm tree, and they were really commenting and excited about the fence. So we had this long conversation as my ice cream was melting in the car <laughs> about, <laughs> about the fence. But so some people are, you know, definitely getting it. I think all of our listeners would mm-hmm. get it. I, mm-hmm. I think it looks pretty great. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things that I've been able to incorporate mm-hmm. here that was a salvage item. Oh. Mm. oh, and we Sounds took a uh, an iron, speaking of an iron fence, I found an iron fence post. I mean, it was kind of rusting and it was out in a, um, a, a landscape. It was a store where they have, it's kind of a uh, local right. store that has a lot of uh, plants and beautiful mm-hmm. things for your garden. And so I grabbed it and I, uh, much to my... Uh, builder chagrin i said here what this, here's our new newel post oh i know <laughs> i've done that too <laughs> and they're like what it's not new actually he was great but uh they actually it wasn't tall enough and the the guy was saying no i can't tie into that that's too old and uh he was worried about it but they made a little boot for it at the bottom and oh. i just painted it all to match and it, it worked great but that's why you have to have a really good builder uh, yes. Mm-hmm. When, mm-hmm. Once I realized mm-hmm. the fellow that's been helping me here, when he didn't look at me sideways, when I came up with these ideas, I knew, oh, we could work together. But yeah. the, you, what you mentioned um, underlines a point that Yvonne made is that oftentimes it is more difficult to use a salvage item yes. because you have to finagle what's there yes. and it's not exactly the right height or the right size or, you know, and you have to, to really, um, you know, think out of the box a little bit, not yes. only about using it, but how to use it. And, mm-hmm. you know, I love that you girls are putting salvaged items into your new builds like as mm-hmm. you're building mm-hmm. right. well, our home is 21 years old so I use it more decoratively yeah, and if I'm going to use something too. like an iron fence or whatever it goes out in my garden mm-hmm. you know they're beautiful out there right but what I I'm just what the I think the mm-hmm. salvage item I'm most crazy about is shutters yes oh, we yeah. have well there's you know just tons of old houses where I live in the east coast and uh, we I have about three different places I go um, shops antique shops salvage yards that have shutters upon shutters upon shutters and they're very inexpensive but they are so beautiful to use is I have one in a, a a guest bedroom that my husband and made a headboard out of three big sh- uh, three or four big shutters and um, I use them to hang on the wall as arch it just really warms up anything that you have and I have shutters hanging on either on side of a beautiful right? gilded mirror mm-hmm. and it takes that gilding of that mirror and like you said that juxtaposition no I love that chippy white shutter and yeah. it just makes that you know, gilded mirrors seem like warmer and a little more casual. I love the shutters look. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can find those at antique stores or, you know, definitely markets like the Rose Bowl Flea Market mm-hmm. and Round Top. I found some out in Southampton, which, oh, gosh, out there they used to have the most fabulous antique shows almost every weekend. Um, and 
uh, we had an opening from our kitchen you know kind of like a pass-through into the dining room into then like sort of the great room yes living room and that and that house and so I put a, sh- a shutter on either side of that on the so dining room side pretty. and mm-hmm. it, it was such a great I loved it mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. that was a really good use of those um, I have a little walk of shame to my shed <laughs> okay because oh, no. I bought uh, nine large shutters to use for headboards kind of yeah I really have headboards on those uh, twin beds in my girls room at the farm yes yeah. yes and so I bought them to put behind the bed because I thought it would add something and you I know, remember some, that Anita well for some reason I just it really I don't like the look mm-hmm. and so I had to haul all of those to the shed so if someone has some ideas <laughs> for how I might use those nine rather large shutters oh my gosh I, on your porch don't you yeah. want to um oh maybe you can block the wind that's with exactly well, that's what, what I was, was gonna say I was wondering how I could do that because I do need to. Yeah, we have created a wind tunnel, so so we'll have to. Uh, we'll let me talk work after on that. the show. I have when we come over, we're going to do that. Yeah, we'll yeah. bring our toolkits. <laughs> yes, let me just I'll bring tell your you, man. That's what I need. <laughs> I have a little tip. If you get louvered shutters, you yeah. can retrofit them. We've done that twice. We're, we have a pair of black shutters on either side of my mantle, in my. Um, on my fireplace in my family room and again the ones in my dining room on either side of our gilded mirror and they were both very long mm. and I have uh, a tutorial on how to take them apart cut them to the custom length and put them back together oh, nice wow. yeah so you're not limited by um, I mean if they're too short they're too short mm-hmm. but if they're too long mm. you can retrofit them and they're not that hard nice oh awesome well y'all are giving me all kinds of show ideas. notes yep yes. show notes, show notes. Mm-hmm. and if and if anyone has ideas for my shutters leave me I'm, a comment I'm thinking I'm thinking <laughs> I'm telling you I it's got you've got to make a screen for that wind tunnel of yours with those okay I no, think that's that would true be awesome. because mm-hmm. we were going to do something else that's fallen apart so here's another fun thing mm-hmm. that I'm going to be doing this summer is I have an old well it's not that old but my house is 20 years old when we moved in you know it's brass I have a three-tiered and I held on to it brass uh, chandelier and I'm going to paint that I'm not sure what color yet but I'm going to spray paint it Mm -hmm. and I'm going to put a pulley system on a tree that overhangs our patio and put it on over put it over our um had our outside t- eating table our dining mm-hmm. room table outside mm-hmm. and so it we get a lot of wind so I definitely want to be able to take it down and take yeah, it up idea. like even just put it putting it making it the um, rope long enough that I could stick it under the table where you know it the wind won't whip it around too much but just even something like that if you have an old chandelier or you can get them for a mm-hmm. song Right. If you have a porch, like mm-hmm. hanging it, and, and I think what I'm going to do is I'm not going to use candles in it because we get wind like you do, Anita. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking about putting um, solar, solar lights. lights. Yes. Well, you know, Brilliant. they did that in the, the episode I worked on for Texas Flip and Move. You might want to check that one out. I uh, will definitely Duplex do that. Duplex Doozy because, uh, yeah, we took a, a chandelier and added the um, the... the what do you call those? The solar lights on them. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's such a good idea. I so love yeah, that idea. And you know, doable. even you could use those old chandeliers, like you could plug them in and swag it up like over your bed or something in a really cool color mm-hmm. or and, and use, uh, you know, um, electric 
electrical lights and it would just change the look of your whole room oh Oh, yeah yeah and you can find those brass because people think oh it's brass and I don't want maybe I don't want the brass anymore it's just not my look anymore but yeah get a can of spray paint and it's a whole different ball game I have a chandelier hanging on a birdcage holder stand oh how smart is that an (laughs) old-fashioned like stand one yes yes well I mean there's no birdcage on it it's the stand yeah yeah and I bought it like that because I live in a really cool place where they do fun things like that (laughs) (laughs) you know and if you don't want a whole lot of salvage you know if you just want a little little taste of it a little little surprise here or there Mm -hmm. Brackets for shelves are really easy to come yes. by, and they're really inexpensive. Mm-hmm. And you can leave them in their their chippy fineness, uh, or you could even paint them. But if they have a nice um, shape to them, you know, even if you put some new paint on them, they're still going to have you know a lot of interest. Mm-hmm. And you can um, have metal ones. There are wooden ones, and it can just even above a bathroom sink or something like that. Just a thin little shelf with two really interesting brackets can just add that little bit of charm that a room might need. And you know, I can't pass up a corbel. I, I, corbel has been on the tip of my tongue the entire time. Uh, I I, I put it under my, I I tuck it under my arm and out it goes with me. I love corbels. I mean, I don't use them as corbels. I usually use them as um, uh, bookends or Mm -hmm. just a piece of really cool Mm -hmm. art or you know some things like that but they're so beautiful and if you are lucky enough to find two buy both buy well, both right don't eight, regret don't have corbel regret that i bought at round top that i'm going to use for some open shelving but i haven't gotten to the project yet oh so. how pretty but those they're are yeah. beautiful they're yeah and yes, you could put yes. them in in uh, um you know doorways obviously mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know put them in the corners and that really changes the look especially if you have a uh, you know maybe your dining room looking into a, your living room or a foyer and then you have those flanking the um the opening i think mm-hmm. that's a fantastic way to use mm-hmm. some architectural salvage in an interesting way and we my daughter my daughter mm-hmm. lives in washington dc so they have big salvage stores actually everywhere and we went to this one and i mean if you want anything from an old house that you wanted you could find there and they had these small pieces maybe mm, four inches tall um and maybe about that wide of i don't know what they're called they're those little rosettes that used to go in the corners of windows and doors do you know what i'm talking about Mm -hmm. and then also some real high um baseboards and real just chunks of it Mm, and i bought about i probably bought about a dozen of them and i have this one wall in my living room and i just you know, my living room sort of neutral and I thought oh I don't know what to do with it it just definitely needs something so what I did is I took a 10 by 10 piece uh, of stretched canvas that I just got at a big uh, craft store covered it with burlap and then used a staple gun and stapled um, the 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 pieces of molding and those rosettes to the center of that um, stretched cam- burlap covered canvas oh, nice. and it became wow. art 
Oh, I love great it. Idea. And then I put it in th um, three frames. The frames were bigger than the canvas. But I'll put that in the show notes. Yeah. And it's such an interesting, There, I did three of them. So it's such nice. interesting art. Yes. Yeah, that sounds wonderful. And I took some old, we went to a salvage yard when we were building the house. And we found um, some old barn wood that I used for a valance uh, for the shower curtain. Mm-hmm. And also I found this fabulous beadboard in different colors. Mainly it's blue mm -hmm. and green. They weren't even all the same color, but it was all in a stack. And that's, I mean, my builder and I, that's what we would go do is hang out at the salvage yard. <laughs> he knew when I was coming, we were headed over there. So I wow. said, oh, let's put this in the um, ceiling of my porch. So we did that and it, it looks great. I mean, and but you know, when you're using salvage, I do have to say, you can't be a perfectionist if, if you're going to use it. You know, our beadboard has lots of nail holes where somebody nailed in, uh, you know, some sort of something to cover it up because it, at some point it was out of vogue and they didn't want their beadboard anymore. Right. Anita, so, that's the beauty of it, though. Mm -hmm. Right. But I just want to make sure because I know uh, sometimes because I do sell antiques, I get sometimes somebody says, well, I don't like that because it is this flaw or that flaw. And so it's, it's too old. That's sort of the purpose. <laughs> so if you're kind of a perfectionist about things, this is mm -hmm. probably not the thing for you. But if you're kind of mm -hmm. open to patina and wear and tear and kind of some age spots, then I think then you'll love it. Yeah. And, and the beauty of these things are, for me is not, yes, to, to the visual eye, but also to think about, you know, whether it be a door or a corbel that people would have walked under like who were oh, all these people you know who yes that's who what put I think the beadboard up who the first time that? and then yes. who decided to cover it up you know yes. what were their mm -hmm. lives all about you know and I have these little you know I'm, I'm sure I make them very romantic and wonderful in my mind I mean I hope everybody's <laughs> lives were as wonderful as I think that they are um but I just I like being surrounded by all of that and the, I have a great too. respect for the things that came before and I think the two of you feel the same way the pieces oh, yeah. have a longer history than we do yes I mean Which I always feel so like that beautiful. about my house like I'm mm -hmm. a steward of my house now you know mm -hmm. my, but everybody is that whether your house is a day old or mm -hmm. you know was built in 1886 there's going to be a period of time where you know you're going to decide to move on to something else or and somebody else is going to be in your house and uh, mm -hmm. with all the old things that we love and we've collected you know we're we're just the next set of hands that are loving it that's that yeah. is exactly right and this is so cute this little story the very first one of the very first sort of salvage things I brought home were these are two huge heavy shutters they've they had to have been on um Oh, a huge window. And I was going to put, I, they are sitting actually right now, or they are nailed to the wall in my um, breakfast nook. And this was my husband's first experience. So he, I said, oh, Bobby, you know, I, could you help me hang these? And he went out to the car and he came back in with this like appalled face. He said, Yvonne, they're filthy. Oh, yeah. Yes. So I, you know, of course, He's going to do that because I asked, and I showed him where about so how high. So are you cleaning them or them. no? No cleaning. Well, here this is it. I'm upstairs doing something. He has his job to do. He knows where to put him up. I hear the vacuum cleaner, Ooh. and I'm thinking, oh, this is not good. <laughs> so I run downstairs, and he's, he's vacuuming the everything off, off the phone, <laughs> like patina and all. Oh, so oh, I no. said, so I said, no, 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 no. I said, well, just gently. 
dust them off and that's did you get it. your feather duster out i did i actually did we took it outside um well, but i said no no you know, no you Amy have Howard to leave it because stuff that for, looks for like those the crud was part of the patina yes <laughs> yeah one person's crud is another person's patina that's, uh, hey that i'm gonna use that with house cleaning <laughs> Tina, don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry. The, the sink has but been now, But That's now he's gotten so good at, you know, when he's retrofitting something like the shutters, he's going like, oh, that little piece chipped off. You know, now he knows that, oh, that that's funny. part of the allure. Oh. It is. Mm-hmm. When you got, it's, he's such good help. I, I'm amazed. It's hard him. to get good help, Anita. You know, it is. Yes, <laughs> it is. <laughs> he actually loves doing this. And I forget what he said the other day. He used a decorating term. And like I'm in my study and I heard him say it and I like came out and went, who are you? (laughs) He's been listening to decorating tips and tips. I think so. But it's so cute because he really loves this kind of thing. And this is something in our later marriage that we just never knew about each other, how much we, you know, he loved decorating and he loved your later marriage. But this is the this is your original marriage also. Right? Oh, yes, yes, of course. <laughs> Later on in your original marriage. <laughs> Just well, we've been married, you know, 30, almost 34 years. So, you know, we've been together yeah. a long time. Yay I for you. I wanted to add... Uh, just a note on some of the things that we're talking about. I know you were, we were talking about the difference between using some of these salvage things as uh, when you're building your house and some things, you know, if your house is already built, mm-hmm. you know, you may be limited on how you can incorporate it, salvage things into your home. So obviously probably too late to do the flooring. But I did want to mention you can add beams later on because a lot oh, of yeah. these are completely mm-hmm. cosmetic. And although I have one main supportive theme, the rest of the little beams in my house are cosmetic and were added really kind of was one of the last steps that the carpenter did. So oh, it is using salvage material would be beautiful. Pardon? I said using salvage material would be beautiful. Yeah, oh, so yeah. that is something that you can do after the fact. Even if your house is 15 years old, you can still add those uh, decorative beams if you want. Mm-hmm. Well, here's, a, here's something that happened in my house before I moved in, but it was um, definitely an add-on. You know, and, uh, you know, there have been a lot of add-ons, I'm sure, and some I'm aware of, some not, over the course of all these years. But um, the gentleman who lived here before, as I mentioned, he was um, very interested and respectful of old homes. And we are very close to um, the Rose Bowl Parade route. So if okay. anybody ever watches mm-hmm. that on television, I mean, I'm literally a quarter of are a block. Are we all invited to your house? Goodness, now? I know we're all be next New Year's well, Day. I know. And I know, Yvonne, <laughs> since, ever since I met her and told her where we were moving, well, I met her before that, but when I told her where we were moving, she was like, oh my gosh, I, that's what, on my bucket list. So we do yeah. have to do that, ladies. But literally, we can roll out of bed and walk down the corner with a cup with of our coffee. With our coffee or tea, yeah. Right. So I mentioned only because you know it's a that's a pretty wide avenue it's orange grove and um along there were all these mansions in in the way back years now there are still some there which are you know stunning and some really need our help the decorating tips and tricks team could definitely uh, to help out and then there's the wrigley mansion which is the rose bowl um house now and where all the the preparations for the the parade go on but there was on the corner in this 
late 1970s, they were knocking down one of these mansions on a Saturday morning oh. to put up, I have to say, ladies, one of the ugliest condo complexes oh, I've no. ever seen. Oh, sad. So there was no. no historical protection of these homes? Not back then. Not then. People oh, weren't yeah. doing it. But the gentleman who lived here, and he told me the story, he knew, you know, there were signs up that this was coming down, and he was just this kind of guy. He went over on the Saturday morning before the the demo team came and he took apart a fountain out there or it had been partially maybe they started to take it apart wasn't finished and he pulled off all these bachelder tiles mm. now i'm not saying bachelor tiles it's, <laughs> have you guys heard of his um these bachelder tiles are more like from the arts and crafts era oh, wow. so it oh, okay was, mm-hmm. um you know, you know later than the um you know the the beginning of my home here it was a little like maybe more the early 1900s but a guy named ernest batchelder he was an artist but also a really great marketer and he created these beautiful tiles definitely in the arts and crafts look Mm -hmm. and um they were becoming wildly popular and these people whoever had that beautiful home had an outdoor fountain with these tiles mm. so so the gentleman removed the tiles he made a drawing on graph paper which i still have and he re, re um placed them and put them around the mantle the fireplace the inners <sighs> of the fireplace in oh, my wow. house they're so pretty so here it is something like literally was like coming down mm-hmm. like in an hour it would have been gone and, and he you saved live them. with so much history around you. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, and these tiles are really interesting. I'll, I'll put a link to them in the show notes or about this gentleman. Mm-hmm. And it, when you, you've probably seen them. You know, it's like one of those things you're like, oh, yeah, I've seen those. Mm-hmm. But Batch Elder gets kind of muddled with Bachelor, and people get confused what they really are. And it's not <laughs> a show about dating their yeah. tiles. I remember uh, hearing, because my neighbor in North Carolina used to work for the Grove Park Inn, and at oh. one point they decided, oh, we're going to refill finish things this wasn't recently and so they sold all those arts and crafts chairs for like $15 a piece let's get these things out of here yeah no I think they're sorry they did it now I bet (laughs) well where would you find salvage it's everywhere it's everywhere I think it's not well it does seem like it's everywhere to us but I know from talking to readers it's not everywhere Mm -hmm. so well I guess what I mean is you drive down the street and somebody might have a chair out for the trash man (laughs) (laughs) now that's salvage right there (laughs) I I should have a bumper sticker that says I stop for people's junk right Uh, like there you you go I stop for salvage because I have actually gotten a num- number of chairs and things from the side yeah, of the road yeah. we you know, have to be we, in the right neighborhood for that well we I, don't I'd have, have to go around to, to round top for obviously yeah. a lot of because you know i can go there because i can that's where i mm-hmm. get my salvage and i get some rather large salvage items there and also i live in a historic neighborhood so as mm-hmm. they tear down uh maybe some houses that just aren't going to make it they do go in and save you know all that they can which i, I really appreciate now they do that now that's right, big right but and, see mm-hmm. i don't have the Rose Bowl um, area that you have for salvage and I don't have round top Mm -hmm. but what we do have is we do have a lot of vintage and antique shops Mm -hmm. and more and more they're carrying salvage items Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You just have to look online and see what's in your area, I think. Well, what I was going to say is uh, check eBay. They do have a lot. And, oh. you know, a lot of things yes. can be shipped um, for, you know, probably more reasonably than you think. The super large things, that's not going to be the case, but maybe for a large mm-hmm. corbel. Uh, they might be able to get it to you more reasonably than you think. So definitely check eBay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Etsy as well. I know I was looking for, when I was trying to decide on a farmhouse sink, I was, and you know, that's not something you really want to ship. But you, no. who knows? You that's could, true. Right, you could, but you could stumble on a shop that's within driving distance from you, mm-hmm. and you might be able to, mm-hmm. um, you know, go pick it up yourself. But there's a lot of salvage on Etsy as well. And when there's other place I wanted to mention mm-hmm. is the auction house. I do go to an auction house quite a bit here in Houston, and you can get things there. I've gotten doors and things there, antique doors mm. from, from France and other places. And even if it's a little bit of a trek, like the to go down to D.C., it's about mm, two and a half hours for us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is so worth taking some girlfriends in a couple mm-hmm. vans <laughs> yes, and heading down van. there and having a field trip because it just opens your eyes up to so many possibilities and it will help you be creative when you look at like a whole aisle full of doors that I can think of so many things to do with them. Mm -hmm. The other thing I just wanted to say if you have little ones you'll want to seal any of your salvage. Yes good point. Mm -hmm. Seal your salvage that's a good idea. What do you use to do that? Yeah because of the lead paint. paint. Mm -hmm. Right. Just I use a spray fixative sealer. Oh, okay. Maybe we can put a link in the show notes to that. Okay. Well, I could talk about salvage for another week or so, but um, I know everybody who's listening probably has to get on with their day. Um, mm-hmm. So we wanted to just remind you that we are here to help you create a beautiful home. Until next time. Hey there. If you're loving our podcast like we're loving our podcast, we would love you to rate and review us. Head to iTunes to do that. It's easy and it would mean so much to us. And if you do rate and review us, we're going to enter you to win a fantastic giveaway. The details for the giveaway are in the show notes for this episode. And you can find the show notes at decoratingtipsandtricks.com.